Matt Schaff and Jared Smola of DraftSharks.com here to run you down the week four FanDuel main slate. And fortunately, you can start by breathing a sigh of relief that you won't have to go up against David Montgomery here. He's out of the way. <laughs> but we might have some other non-obvious running backs set up for potentially big days this week. We'll get to that position in a few minutes. Jared, let's start, though, with quarterback where Jalen Hurts leads the FanDuel dollars per point in our lineup generator. And I find it interesting that there are three running quarterbacks right there at the top. It's Hurts $1 ahead of Justin Fields in our dollars per point, $3 ahead of Anthony Richardson, who sits third in that category. What's your plan at quarterback for cash lineups on FanDuel? Yeah, I would I would, you know, love to be able to play Hurts or even Josh Allen, but we do have a salary cap here. So I'm going to go a bit cheaper. I can't, there's no way I can trust Justin Fields in cash. I'm going to play Anthony Richardson in cash 21.9 fando points in his debut 17.7 fando points in less than one half of action in week two he had 13 total carries and you know about you know again not even six quarters of action uh, across those first two weeks nine of those were designed carries so i just think the rushing is going to be there potentially at a level close to you know justin fields and we talked about this colts offense continuing to play super fast they're the colts are still first in neutral pace through three weeks so they're, they're a good bet to run a lot of plays, um, fine matchup this week for Richardson. He's at home against the Rams. The Rams are 20th in pass defense DVOA and 29th in run defense DVOA. So, you know, there's upside for Richardson in both facets. I'm assuming that you're not worried about pairing any other Colts pass catchers with Richardson since the top yeah. selling point is the rushing. Are you bringing back any Rams in that matchup? Not for cash. I mean, I, I do like Rams for cash, but I'm not um, doing it for the bring back. And, and in tournaments, I think you can play Richardson by himself because of the rushing. I do think Michael Pittman makes a lot of sense as, as a stack um, just because he, he soaked up, you know, such a big percentage of that Colts passing game so far. I would agree that you don't need to run somebody back as much in a cash line up, but is it maybe something that we should do more than we might think just because it's still the same bet you know you, you don't need the same ultimate upside but you're still gaining some upside by game stacking players especially somebody like Kyron Williams on the other side who's going to be involved regardless of how game flow goes for the Rams I'd say it's a good tiebreaker if you're if you, there's you know two similar guys that you're considering I, I'd rather play the game stack guy the other thing and I think we talked about this um, on our first DFS show of the year is that it does mat matter whether you're playing 50 50s or head-to-heads because in 50 50s you literally just care about being you know ab above that you know 50 percentile and head-to-heads being 51st percentile and being 90th percentile, it, it's it, it, there's a difference, right? Your ROI is going to be different if you're beating, you know, 90% of other teams versus only 51% of other teams. So upside and, you know, therefore game stacking is more important if you're playing head-to-heads. Yeah, there's certainly a difference between cash games and tournament lineups, but I think sometimes we downplay the desire of upside in cash games a little bit, especially like you said, if you're playing head to heads as opposed to just a 50, 50. So tournament quarterback, what do you like? I am willing to take a shot on Justin Fields in FanDuel tournaments at this price tag, $7,200. You know, the passing sucked again last week, but we at least got the rushing volume back. He had seven designed carries last week. Fields did 11 total carries. Those were both season highs and they were both even higher than what he averaged last year. He averaged 5.9 design carries and 10.7 total carries per game last year. So, I mean, if he's going to continue to get that type of rushing work, I mean, you're still kind of reliant on him breaking off the big runs like he did so often last year. But against this Denver defense that could not tackle anything against Miami last week, like if Fields is going to have a big rushing game, I think it's going to come this week. Yeah, certainly fine to take a shot on him in this kind of format. I sure hope for my 
FFPC dynasty super flex best ball team that Justin Fields turns it around to some degree, even if it's not to the extent of last year, I'll take something more positive than what we've gotten through the first three weeks on to running back Jared, where Christian McCaffrey tops the dollars per point, despite a $9,700 salary <laughs> on FanDuel this week. Is he in your week four cash lineup? He's probably going to be, I think in uh, DraftKings, he's almost a must play in cash. Um, because he's you know not as expensive relatively, and the full PPR helps McCaffrey. Um, there you know, there are plenty of other good values on Fandle this week to use in cash. Um, Miles Sanders is is my favorite at sixty six hundred dollars. The, the usage he's been getting, um, he's fifteenth among all running backs in carries. He leads all running backs in targets, um, which again still matters here on, on Fandle. You at least get the half PPR and all the yards that come with those catches. And he gets Sanders gets Minnesota who. 24th in run defense DVOA. They're 14th in adjusted points allowed to running backs. So it's a good good matchup too for Sanders. Just but mostly it's the volume at this price tag. Good matchup unless you're Josh Kelly. Tournament running back. What do you like? How about Alvin Kamara as a tournament dart here? Um, you know, projected as just eight percent ownership at 6,500 bucks. You know, he's even cheaper than Miles Sanders. Obviously, isn't as safe as Sanders, but I still think he has more upside. Tony Jones stinks. Jamal Williams is on IR. Kendra Miller, I, he's, I don't think he's ready for a big role yet. And I think we saw that last week. You know, he didn't get a big role even with Kamara out. So I think Kamara could return to a role that, you know, sees him get 20 touches. So that alone at this price tag is worth it. Um, and then Tampa Bay's 23rd in uh, run defense DVOA through three weeks. So yeah, it looks like a positive matchup for Kamara as well. And we heard reports this summer about Alvin Kamara looking more explosive than last year. You know, it's tough to bet on an aging running back adding explosiveness from one year to the next, but I'm here for it to see if it happens at least. We'll, we'll see. Wide receiver Jamar Chase leads our dollars per point rankings on FanDuel by a decent margin over Devontae Adams, despite costing $100 more in FanDuel salary. He trails Devontae Adams by one percentage point in projected ownership at the moment, according to our lineup generator. But both of those guys are up top in that category as well. Is Jamar Chase in your cash plans for FanDuel? Yeah, he's the first guy in for cash for me. And this is the biggest reason why McCaffrey's not a must-play in cash on FanDuel is because you look at the top values at wide receiver, it's all these expensive guys, and they're better relative values. If, even if you look at the dollars per point projections, these wide receivers are better values than McCaffrey is. So I'd rather get you know two of these guys in my cash line lineup if I can. Jamar Chase is my favorite, you know, down at 8,200 bucks, got the 15 targets last week, caught 12 of them, gets this Tennessee matchup where we can be almost certain the Bengals are going to go pass heavy in this game. And Tennessee ranks uh, 28th in adjusted fantasy points allowed to wide receivers. Yeah, we can be almost certain that even the Bengals will be successful throwing the ball in this matchup as well. If they're not, then it might be time to really worry, but it's a good week to lean toward the Bengals passing game. Tournament wide out, what do you like? Yeah, so sticking with the Bengals wide receiver core, I think T. Higgins is an excellent tournament play on, on FanDuel as well as on DraftKings. Um, you know, we saw him already have the big game in week two, right? I mean, he's had two duds this season, but it's not like we haven't seen him have a tournament winning performance. You just have to go back a couple weeks. Um, the usage has been there for T. Higgins. The matchup is there for T. Higgins. He's projected at just 7% ownership. So I think he's a great play. Um, and then I wanted to give your guy a, a shout here. Uh, Quentin Johnston, I think, is a nice tournament play on FanDuel. 5200 bucks projected to just 4% ownership. I mean, he has the, the talent. He has the situation, you know, pass heavy chargers offense in a matchup against Vegas. The pieces are there. You know, the, the ceiling is there for Quentin Johnston to be a tournament winner, especially at just $5,200. 
Yeah, and easier to take a shot on him on FanDuel where it's half PPR than on yeah. uh, DraftKings where it's full PPR because you don't need as many receptions. If he breaks one, right. he has paid off for you. And, you know, there's no yardage bonuses on FanDuel, whereas on DK, you know, there's even more incentive to go for somebody with more target volume upside. So I agree. This is an interesting spot to, to play Quentin Johnson. I sure hope that this is breakout week for him, but we'll see. I noticed that you mentioned Bengals wide receivers at both cash and tournament, but I don't remember you talking much about Joe Burrow. Is he in your tournament plans yeah. here as well? Yeah, definitely. I think he's the, uh, he's, he's the same price as Justin Fields, $7,200. So, I mean, he actually comes in as our fourth uh, best quarterback value on FanDuel um, and he's just 4% projected owned. So, I mean, the, the Burrow Chase Higgins double stack, I think, I think is an excellent tournament play this week at these ownerships. You can also see who our pal Kevin English likes in cash and tournament games on FanDuel this week. He has separate articles outlining his favorite picks for each format. You can check those out on DraftSharks.com this and every week. Jared, tight end, it's usually a story of Travis Kelsey and everybody else. He's not playing in the main slate this week. And there's no Mark Andrews up top, partly at least because he's got a tough matchup with Cleveland. George Kittle leads the way in our FanDuel dollars per point. Did seeing that make you consider going back to rework your week four projection? <laughs> no, I mean, I'm I'm uh, I'm only slightly biased against George Kittle. I'm definitely willing to play him in DFS this week. So I have like no exposure to him in season long. So DFS is perfect. If he does have a big game, I can at least benefit from it this week. I, I am going to play George Kittle in cash on FanDuel. I usually try to go cheap, but this spot is just too good for me to pass up and really, you know, 6,300 bucks. It's not cheap. He's also not, you know, what I'd call an expensive tight end. He's kind of in the middle there. San Francisco's wide receivers, all three of their top three are on the injury report this week. Brandon Ayuk with the shoulder that cost him last week's game. It looks like he's going to play, but you know, probably not at hundred percent still Debo Samuel and Juwan Jennings have not yet practiced this week. They didn't practice on Wednesday or Thursday with injury. So, you know, even if these guys play, they're not at hundred percent. That should only push, you know, some more volume Kittle's way. Matchup's good against Arizona. The Niners have the highest implied total on the main slate. So it's just a really nice setup for Kittle. Yeah, so go ahead and play Kittle. While you're setting that lineup, you can listen to George Kittle on the Theo Vaughn podcast. That's from a while ago, but it's well worth the lesson. I recommend it's entertaining. Tournament tight end, who do you like this week? I'm going to give uh, Dalton Kincaid another shot. Just the fact that he's $4,800, he's projected for 4% ownership, and he's in the highest over under game of the entire week on a bills team that has the second highest implied total at 28.25 points. Like you can, you can just cross off the name almost. And if you give me a tight end that cheap at that ownership in this game environment, I think he, he's worth a shot in tournaments. I don't think I can get down to that, but I get the case that you're making for him flex favorites. What are you playing at that spot on FanDuel this week? Yeah, it's going to be a running back in cash as usual. We didn't mention Javante Williams who like he's, He's still not 100%. You can just see it watching him. He just, you know, he hasn't been super efficient yet this season, but he has seen a pretty steady role. I think he's seen um, over 15 opportunities in, in every game so far. And just he gets this matchup against the Bears and he's only $5,800. So I think Javante Williams is a, is a pretty natural fit, you know, in, in your flex spot for cash. For tournaments, I want some exposure to Chris Olave this week. Um, he was obviously off to a great start this season, flying under the radar a bit because he hasn't scored a touchdown yet. I think James Winston might be even better for Chris Olave because just we know Winston likes chucking it deep. Olave has been working deep. He's excellent working deep. So it just, it just might be a good fit. I mean, it was last year. Olave got off to an awesome start last year in those first three games with James Winston. So Olave coming in at single digit 
ownership based on our projection. So I think he's a he's a good guy to uh, you know get some exposure to in tournaments. Yeah, uh, Chris Olave off to a very good start. I noticed that he was even underrated in the yardage market um, early this week. And in addition to throwing deep, we know that Jameis Winston doesn't care about throwing interceptions. So we'll take a quarterback that likes slinging it. Defenses on FanDuel this week. You know, we talked about Denver as a streaming defense yep. on our week four preview show yesterday. It's uncomfortable but sensible for the matchup. It's tied, though, for the highest projected ownership on FanDuel at defense this week. And, Jared, for me, that's enough to just make me look elsewhere because even though there's upside to the matchup with Chicago, there's certainly no lock that Denver is a good or even a not bad defense play here. So just combine that with a, you know, a salary that's good but not, like, awesome and then the high ownership, I think whatever the contest format, I'm leaning away from Denver here. I'd play them in cash still. Again, I just I don't really care about ownership in cash games, especially when it's, you know, 13 um, percent. Just just playing defense against the Bears at thirty nine hundred bucks. The, the defenses to face Chicago so far this season on the week have finished fourth, second and then fifth in fantasy points. So uh, all, all three D's, all three D's that have scored fantasy points. Fields is going to take his sacks. Um, so in, in cash, I'll, I'll just take the, you know, the cheap. Broncos. I do think they're a pretty easy fade in tournaments if they're you know going to be the highest known defense on the week. For sure. Who do you like in tournaments at defense? I think Miami's a little interesting. I just I always like playing defenses against Josh Allen because one of every you know, five or six games will just have one of those duds where he plays horrible. Um, so I think they're interesting just because because you're, you're you're one you're getting a low in Dolphins defense and then you're you know leveraging against all the Josh Allen teams out there and anyone you know playing any you know, pieces of those of that bill's offense. I think um, they're interesting in tournaments. And then, you know, the pay up options are always interesting, if not, you know, tough to get to. Uh, I think, you know, Philly is in an excellent spot. Sam Howell has been taking a ton of sacks. He's coming off a four interception game. So I think, you know, Philly has big upside and, 5000 bucks. It is easier to fit those expensive defenses on FanDuel than it is on DraftKings. If you're ready to start building those lineups for week four on FanDuel, start by visiting DraftSharks.com. You'll find our DFS tools, including the lineup generator, which shows you all those dollars per point values that we've been talking about along the way, as well as ceiling projections for every player. So you can see what kind of upside we believe that each player has in this week's matchup. We've also got those projected rostered rates that we've been talking about throughout the show, which you shouldn't let it drive your lineup building too much, but it can be a tiebreaker. It can signal some guys that are going under owned versus what they're upside this week. It's a data point worth keeping in mind as you're building lineups for your DFS contest. If you win big, let us know. We'd love to hear about it either on Twitter or in the Draft Sharks Discord X, if you want to call it that now. I still think it's weird to call it that, but however you're playing, let's all go out now and win this week.